up, homie? Hey! Hey, welcome to No, Jumbo. you go lay down. You stay. Apparently the dogs want to get all up into it tonight. Hold on. Alright, I gotta wiggle my way through it and oh fuck, I gotta sit. I might stand tonight. <laughs> do you want to, seriously, you want me to move it? I'll move it. I'll decide what I want to do. Or right now I want to stand. Y'all look lively. We are lively. What's my <laughs> I can breathe lively. quite I can breathe she quite can breathe. well. <sighs> <laughs> I can breathe. I didn't say I can sit. I might be Suck it in, suck I might it be standing for the next hour. Yeah, I'll be standing for the next hour. She can breathe standing up. It's sitting down, that's the problem. Yeah, well, uh, it's not the sitting. It's the sitting and everything kind of becoming disoriented and, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing yeah, I'm wearing layers. It's called your guts being disoriented. It's not my guts. All right. They're like. I'm going to make a, I am going to make a man corset for you and make you wear it. Please do. Yeah, okay. You'll be saying that now until I start strapping you into the bitch. Where are you? As Smoke says, put the foot in the center of the back. Yeah. <laughs> See, I have movement. There is I no move. 18th century man clothing that you need to put a foot in the back for. Yes, I am wearing the stays things. That is underneath here. The girls are all here. Yep. I look I could, like a girl tonight. I could break my knuckles oh, and punch her in the I, chest right now. Snowco says, I paid <laughs> money to see that you getting into a... Yeah. We might need to get you one of those. No. Yeah. What You tell me what 18th century men's clothing requires a... A bulletproof vest. Yes, Kristoff, welcome. It is. It's, uh... Yeah. It's... I, I'm telling you, if I hit her in the chest uh... right now, <laughs> my knuckles would It's pretty solid. Uh, and I'm wearing... What I am wearing right now is what my plan is to wear at the Irish Festival in mid-March. So I got bodice, which I might end up remaking because it is a little. Uh, tell me how awesome does she look? She looks fucking fantastic. Well, you also right? don't see the, the bottom part with the skirts and. Well, I'm wearing a skirt. <laughs> Y'all didn't get to see the view I just got to see. Yes, you didn't. I have a shift underneath yes. of it, so you didn't see what you wanted to see. <laughs> it's called layers. I can hide what I want to hide. Yeah. But anyway, thank you. Looking good, girly. Thank you. Um, I'm actually, I feel good in it. Um, he was joking with me because uh, I literally, uh, I got home. I got home around 4.30. I went upstairs and started working on stuff. And it was like 5.30. And I messaged him because he was out on the front porch smoking his pipe. I'm like, I think he needs to come inside and help me get in my stays because they're back lace. So he has to help me lace into them. Yep. I know so I I've literally been in my... I know how to lace corsets, stays. Mm. You also know how to unlace them. You ain't a man pirate if you don't know how to lace a corset or some stays. So uh, basically since 6 o'clock I have been in my stays and um, after I hemmed the, the petticoat the skirts, I've been wearing those around. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what they used to wear, like 18th century doing all this shit, just wearing this. And I turn to him and I'm like, imagine me wearing this to camp. He's like, ah, oh, that's, I don't have a big issue with it. I'm looking at, like, how my boobs are all hanging there, and I'm like, are you sure you don't have an issue with this? If I were to run this camp, I'm pretty sure his attitude would change once I'm in camp. Well, you know. <laughs> boobs. It's all about the boobs. So, <laughs> we told As you. always. We told you last week we were going to change it up. So, he dressed down. I dressed down. I, I'm in my on-deck. Dressed down. Pirate. Clothing. What are you doing, dog? And we didn't put the we fence up. The... We didn't put the gate up, so both okay. dogs are back here. And, dogs are chilling and with us he's today. been really whiny. How about you lay down? Come on, lay down. Lay down. All the way. <laughs> Don't make me fall over. Lay down. Alright. Pirates are about the booty. And they're about the boobies. It's the booty and the boobies. So. Um, but last week we told you guys after we were talking about obviously my dress gown. So I am not wearing what I was showing you guys last week, which was is going to be the gown I'm going to wear into the Order of Life and Ball. Uh, this is what I'm going to wear into the Irish Festival. Uh, I haven't been able to try the whole thing on in full. 
ensemble. That's why I wanted to wear it tonight. So it is, it's very similar to this. Yes. Yeah. Different colors. Different colors, and the top and the bottom are connected. These are separate pieces. So it's more working class, and that's why I want to wear it tonight, because we were talking about dressing down. And this is of a lady of the 18th century uh, dressing down. Yeah. Actually, dressing down with me not having the bodice on, and she's walking around the stays and all that. But I'm not, gonna, I'm not doing Don't that. get her wrong. She's still a pirate now. I am a fucking pirate. Don't. Yeah. Get, don't. So y'all have seen her. The other, the other get-ups are what's normal. This is... You ain't got no internet. You ain't <laughs> That's my shit. toes. I still got a foot there, even though I'm not sitting. I'm stepping my toes. We told you last week we were going to come into a totally different ensemble. And so here we are. Here we are. Uh, and I'm not going to sit for the rest of the week. Uh, not the rest of the week, but the rest of the episode. Ladies, the smoke of bacon. Full photo of the Dever as a girl. Right after this. No, wait a minute. What? Huh? Uh, she asked why Ballas was wearing a chef's hat. Who asked why Ballas was wearing a chef's it's hat? It's not a chef's hat. Oh my God, you people. Who asked? Who asked why Ballas? Who asked if Ballas was wearing a chef's hat? Did I miss that? It's Apparently, not a chef's I did. Hat. So. She, go ahead. Explain your hat. It is in the 18th century. They wore. Uh, Imagine that. 18th century. Yeah, 18th century. They wore caps like this. This was basically a, a sailor's working cap. So if they're on deck instead of running around in their big, you know, tricorns and bicorns and all those hats that would just fly off your head if the wind came along, corn. they would wear something like this to protect their head from the sun and still be able to keep cool. Um, this is basically just a linen uh, working cap. So it's really just a tube with one end tied off and one end on my head, folded up a little bit, and made out of linen. That's and, all it was. And finished nicely. You're yeah. welcome. Because, you know, <laughs> this lady right here does a good Keep sun off, 18th century sunscreen. Yes, well, that's really why yeah. a bunch of the 18th century, why they well, I you, wore well, layers. You're, you got to figure, they're floating around the Caribbean, man. That sun down there is kicking. So you want to have something on your head to keep the sun from burning, scorching the top of your noggin. Well, it's also why you wear it when you paint videos, right? Yeah. You don't want your well, noggin to yeah. get scorched on well, by a that, video. <laughs> Y'all don't need to see the top of my bald ass head. He doesn't. Just, he just doesn't want the 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 camera scorching his head. Yeah. I haven't seen any. It's back in the nineties. So were there really lots of peg leg pirates? No, no, not really. I mean, it, I mean, there were pirates who lost limbs and everything, but to the uh, it wasn't so much a peg leg. It was crutches. And I actually think Black Sails did a really good job of portraying what it would have been like with uh, as an amputee on a ship. Yeah, like with, with, with John Silver. Long John Silver, went, yeah. Went through yeah. in Black Sails. That's pretty much how it would have been for somebody who had an amputation happen. That was a pretty historically accurate portrayal of I would say it was. that type of thing. I mean, they probably From they the might way have they had cut it off and the way they handled mm -hmm. it on the ship when they were at sea, pretty pretty accurate actually. Yes, black sails have boobs, Clark Jason. Yes. It's like in the second episode with Blackbeard. <laughs> yeah, they had boobs. Go and, go go! And if you if you want to see Blackbeard, go watch Black Sails in the episode two or three. It was like Dude, one of the first. It was, it was first one of the episodes. No, it wasn't the first. It was like one of the first three episodes. Yeah, it was in the very beginning. You'll see Blackbeard. Lots of smoky bacon, Marwood, boobies. Yeah. It's the boobies. There's lots of nakedness in Black Sails. There's so just lots of boobies in smoking bacon. Go watch it and have fun with that. Yes. Yeah. Base. You'll see some tea and hand black sails. Uh, just snow cone with smoke. When did you watch black sails? <laughs> maybe the uh, right? maybe the week when he was in quarantine, stuck in his office, <laughs> and he stopped watching that horror B-rated bullshit that was just god awful. So, 
one of the things that we thought would be kind of cool. Oh, I got a dog pile over here. Watch where I'm walking. They're over here. Yeah, I said dog pile, both of them. <laughs> I think I've seen a couple episodes of Black Sails. I need to get back into it because I do like pirates. There's more Clark Jason. There's more than just pirates yes, for you Jason. to like in that one. I started rewatching it too and got into the first few episodes again. Uh, I think I'm gonna keep rolling with it. It's cool to watch it before the, our pirating season starts because it kind of gets you like worked up and inspired. Oh, what gets me worked up and inspired is when I make stuff and put it on and it fits. Yeah. Hey. Kind of gets the juices, pirate juices flowing, you know? I've seen everything I need to see on Black Sails to smoke. Marwood says, ring the damn bell! Ring Him and that bell. I'll happily drink to that. Drink up me hearties, yo-ho! You just stroll the shit out of Bonnie. She's on your side now. Hey. Hi, little girl! Hi, Bonnie. You look completely down, alerted and aware. Lay down. One thing I thought would be kind of cool, you know, we keep talking about how we want to bring entertainment and the history with you guys. So <laughs> we keep talking about how we want to entertain you. We want to entertain you guys. Like as we sit here and like, <laughs> you miss that? Beat chest, flop hats around. Uh, surrender to Booty! Uh, well, I haven't, so now I'm gonna. One of the things I thought would be kind of cool to, for us to go through and maybe to continue on to our future seasons, because clearly you guys aren't gonna let us go away. <laughs> you know that we're not gonna be around in the summer. We'll be here in the winter. We'll be here in the fall winter, but we won't be around fall, in the summer. Fall winter. Fall winter, because we're gonna come back right after summer, but we're, we have a like a winter break and then we're back in the spring winter and however that works anyway uh yeah you need a bell actually got some kraken Ooh, you got kraken you know we finally have uh hundred proof rum i found captain morgan yeah. hi bonnie i found captain Roll morgan hundred proof rum that's what uh, the bell rings. two weeks ago and i bought two bottles I bought two bottles of it, so we are oh, on our second Captain bottle. Morgan. I have found how the ABC store shows inventory that's not always accurate, but it's a lot better than guessing and driving. Is it a spicy rum? It is. It is a spice rum. It's a hundred percent spice rum. Yes. It, it uh, Kraken is a spice rum, but it's a, a dark spice rum, which is good. It's our go-to uh, when we don't have hundred proof Captain because Kraken is ninety-six proof. It's in it's in the early nineties, man. Ninety four. It's in the early nineties, man. Yeah, man. Sunny Boy says it's ninety four. So yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's ninety four. It is. And that's uh, that's proof. our backup when we don't have Captain our Morgan captain. makes specifically a hundred proof. <laughs> you guys are entertained by us being idiots, drunk pirates, but you also enjoy some of the historical stuff. So I thought it might be neat. Um, I have access to the Boston newsletter, and the Boston newsletter was one of the first published newsletters of the colonies in the early 1700s. And really the first ever newsletter was published on April 24th in 1704 by a man named John Campbell. And Boston, it, it was kind of those bulletins where they pulled information from all the other colonies. And once a week they would post, uh, it posts, I'm saying posts, like it's freaking uh, like they got a group plan. board on Facebook yeah. or something or yeah. smoking bacon. Once a week they would post Once on, a week. They would post on Facebook. So, but they they would um, make notes weekly and it was Monday to Monday on events that were happening across the East Coast. And I had that and I have volume one, which apparently is the only one that did because it was supposedly supposed to be three volumes, but I think they only published one volume. But anyway. So, I, I actually am not positive how many years it went through because I kind of stopped. But I thought it'd be fun. We'll see how far we can get in the years with you guys with doing this. So, because we're live with you guys once a week, we will share what the post was once a week from the Boston Newsletter. And trust yeah, me. It'd be kind of cool just to progress. You know, we'll share something this week. And then next week, we'll share 
the, the next one that they posted. So we're kind of going to do it in chronological order. And we might we might bounce back because, like I said, the first one was April of 1704. And because we're in the Monday to Monday of end of January, early February, we have to jump ahead a year to 1705. And trust me. These aren't like freaking our newspapers today where it's page after page after page after page. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like two pages of highlights. So. Yeah, because, you know, they had, they had printing presses back then. They they weren't like, they were doing that shit manually. Yeah. It wasn't like they were running a big ass press in a warehouse. So today being February 3rd. Yes, I had to think about that. February yeah. 3rd, 2022. We're cruising. We're in the we summer, are cruising. Bitches. Summer. You are Come so. on. Summer. S- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Dick. Oh, shit. Yes, Kristoff. He's going <laughs> to find himself in a doghouse. <laughs> it's like one of the dogs on the couch. I'm dead. Come on, summer. Um, getting warmer my point being the boston newsletter in 1705 mind you because i said it started in april and we're only in february so this uh this newsletter is from january 29th through monday february 5th of 1705 and the first report is newport rhode island january 14th had a storm that caused tide to rise Two feet higher than the table. It was the highest it's ever seen. I'd be really curious to see now what the highest above this the table. A hell of a nor'easter to raise the, raise the tide two feet. Two feet. Because it's not hurricane season. No. So, like, normally a hurricane will, you know, make, have the... No, it had to be a nor- nor'easter because we talked about the nor'easter that took out Bellamy in April. That yeah. was a that was a killer one. The same, you know, you got literally the, get it. Haha, <laughs> it was a killer one. <laughs> but you got the the sea level rising ahead of a hurricane, but it's January. It's like a February, hurricane, but it no only hurricane. forms on land. Yeah. Day after tomorrow. Pretty wild. That must have been a hell of a storm. Two, like yeah, two feet above its. So that was the first uh, snippet. Second sip it was, uh, Samson Shelton Broughton died January 22nd. Well, what you don't know about Samson Shelton Broughton, who well, I didn't know either, because they were giving him, like, all this procedures. Oh, his high majesty. Oh, the Lord Everson. Oh, what skits his ass. Um, <laughs> he was actually... They did a lot. Of, they did a, look, let me stop you right yeah. quick. They did a lot of ass-kissing back then. Like, beyond ass-kissing. Like, oh, Beyond ass kissing. My God. Because, you know, still colonies. We're still. We're still 50, 60 years from any beginning of uh, revolution. 1776. So (laughs) they're still kissing that English ass. And boy, they did it. And they didn't have any qualms about it. So, so, but yeah, he, he was the first attorney general in New York. That was what his big deal was. So that's why they were kissing his royal ass. Um, so I guess if you were the first of anything, that's kind of a big deal. Mm. Attorney general, huh? Mm. Hey, hey, you're stepping on my skirt. Uh, so, yes, and, and in the other piece of it that they were reading was how difficult travel was because, of, apparently, of the excessive deep snow that they were having between the East and West, and they were having issues with getting publications coming not only from the East and West, because uh, the Boston Newsletter took information from all the different colonies and published it, so what it was. So they were having issues getting it because of all the snow. And I'm sitting here thinking, uh, they've had 20-some-odd inches since January 1st this year in 2022. And they were talking about snowshoes mm-hmm. and how the locals were like, oh, yeah, it's not a big problem. We know that we need snowshoes, but everybody else traveling doesn't know how to use, use snowshoes. 
Oh, so, uh, and then the other piece of it was Governor Dudley. Uh, I think his name was Joseph Dudley, who was the governor of uh, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Your Connecticut. Mama. What? No. Did you say your mama? Yeah. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> Thank God for a little warming. Um, so Governor Dudley yeah. actually had a proclamation, which was like a, a, like almost half of the newsletter well, for this past Boston week. Lately, but they got some snow up there right now. So. That's what I just said. They had 26 yeah. inches since January 1st. Yeah, I know. And you know how I know that? I'm because sure my already. my cousin's stationed up there, so yeah. that's how I know. <laughs> um. So Governor Dudley, uh, who was the governor of all those locations, had did this proclamation. It was literally like half of the newsletter, and it was like the first page and part of the second page. And it was basically saying, oh, we have sinned. Oh, we must repent our sins. We must go and pray for our sins. Pray for the queen because we fuck and she's getting her ass beat in the war. Because they're in the middle of the Spanish Secession, which is also what we have talked about, Queen's Anne War, and they're about three years into it. So he pleaded that everybody go and pray so that they would uh, win the war. Anyway, so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. The other, uh, so that was what was the Boston Newsletter reported that week of 1705. So what will they Report next week. <laughs> Tell us, Captain Kirk. Uh, one of the other interesting things is I think the corset is getting her drunker. It is not. Shut up. <laughs> it's keeping it all up in her brain. That's what's in. You know what? I'm going to so backhand you. It's not even going to be funny. <laughs> Keep it up. Uh, dramatic music. Yeah. <sighs> I'll give you dramatic music. One of the interesting things is, is that between, so in 1582, <laughs> Pope Gregory the 13th came up with his own calendar to try to align the Easter holiday up from year to year with the, um, with the sun lineup and all that, which is kind of hilarious because when they talk about celestials and all that, it was more paganism. Yet church is going to realign the calendar so that the sun lines up with the holiday of this. Anyway, so 1582. Those pagans. Uh, mm, those pagans. They're all, they they're all kind of back. Uh, so Pope Gregory Thirteenth, October 1582, uh, create this calendar, and it was to be able to create an accurate date of Easter and became the foundation of the Christian faith. What is interesting to know is that the English, England, did not actually take, uh, they did not, what's the word I'm looking for, um, adapt. They did not adapt that calendar to 1752. So from 1582 to 752, and, you know, when the English was trying to find the past with Drake and all that to get to old Spanish gold... And they would take Spanish. Spanish was on the Gregorian calendar. And the English was on the Julian calendar. And there's an 11-day difference. So the English would take over, you know, if they would take a Spanish ship and get their records and their their logs and everything. And be like, oh, we have this many days. Well, they kept missing it. I wonder why. Mm. By, they kept missing it by 11 days. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but they kept missing it by 11 days. So, not sure. yeah, right? Easter wasn't always on Easter Sunday. Actually, it used to be on a Thursday from what I was reading. Yeah, how about that? Mm. Uh, that's what. That's why they uh, adapted... That's calendar you were using it, so. Right? That's why they adapted the Gregorian calendar. Because of the, uh, they found that it was more... And they had the leap year every so years, and... It's just weird. If you guys really want or are interested, I would recommend reading into the differences between the two. It's just like, okay. 
But that's also what makes research in history really difficult between 1580s and the 1750s is because they had what was called the old calendar and the new calendar. Yeah, trying to pin down. Can we just say you're you're fucked up and you didn't want to follow policies and all that? The colored eggs and the bunny were all symbols of fertility. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's true. It is true. It's 100% true. Same thing. Well, we I can. Yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna I can go in a rant about all those holidays and where they really came from, but we're not gonna get into religious no. shit right now. So but that is what was interesting about the calendars and the Gregorian and all that. So um yeah. And we'll share some more with and next week join us and we'll find out what <laughs> happened from Join us next week. Join us next week. We have talks about the following week in the Boston newsletter. February 6th oh to God. February uh, 13th. Something like that. Hashtag drink my rum. Drink my rum. Sunny Bo- now Sunny Boy says ding ding. 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 Did pirates ding, have star maps? Ding. They didn't have drink So they didn't parties. have they didn't have star maps. They had they were taught. It was more of a, of learned knowledge with the stars, wasn't it? Well, that's what Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy's asking if they had star maps for navigation when they were on the water. I don't know if it was something that was taught. I don't think it was so much of maps. I mean, they they learned about how the the I, wind I, trades I, were I without understanding where it was. Not, I, I'm honestly not well versed in navigation. navigation. Um, cause there's a fine art to that and it's a, hmm. it's a very, that's a good question too. it's a huge skill I'm and not drunk. that is a skill that I don't have. Um, as far as I know, I mean, I know during the day a lot, they used the sextant and it was based on position of the sun. He says sextant and position. And... <laughs> I can do it too, thank you very much. They use that a lot to calculate their position, but as far as the stars are concerned, yes, they did use the stars, <laughs> but how all that works, I, me personally, not so familiar with that. That would actually be really interesting. That's actually something I need to, like, uh, get better at because... You know, being that I'm a pirate, I should probably know how to navigate a ship. Well, I, I think I it's, mean, granted, I think it's also are... interesting because you hear about just a lot of sailors talking about stars and yeah, even the most under, basic understanding well, clearly, of our Milky Way and all that. Yeah, clearly, the the yeah the navigators knew what they were doing and they did use the stars in that aspect, but not everybody in the ship had those skills, so. Clearly, well, that's what made them valuable. Yeah. And it kind of leads into what I was going to talk about tonight was um, different jobs on the ship. And Before you jump into that, um, Snowcone had said Vikings... Oops, excuse me, I had hiccups. Uh, Vikings used a prism. And I think yes. that was more of what we saw with Josh Gates in that prism. That, so that would be good for you to you lead into that. that. Snowcone, because we actually watched the episode of... Expedition Unknown, where Josh Gates uh, went and got with the Viking... The reenactors! He he actually got with (laughs) Viking reenactors, and they have... I forget what they called it. Um, GPS is a wonderful thing. There's Uh, a particular stone that they use. I can't think of what the name of it is. Uh, Snowcone, do you remember? Yeah, you love that episode. Do you remember what the stone, they called it? It wasn't sea and stone or... It was something stone. Obviously, it was a fucking stone. It was some kind of stone that projected uh, two images of the... Like, when you pointed it at the sun. It was horizon and sun to be able to get the degrees. It kind of worked as their sextant if you will yeah um, sunstone it, that's sunstone. it yeah. thank you jp jr because you could ding, see, ding, ding. you could use it even on a cloudy day it could tell you where the location mm-hmm. of the sun was and they could use it to navigate and get their directions from it um so you know 
those were particular skills that you had to have, and there were particular people on board the ship that knew these things. Not everybody had these skills. So, in my case, um, so when we're when we're reenacting, yeah, foggy and, and cloudy doing days. Our historical interpretation of uh, the Golden Age piracy. I portray uh, um, carpenter. Yes, a carpenter. <laughs> Sorry. Just, just helping um, you out. Have some more yeah, rum. It's okay. The rum is rum starting to fog things a little bit. Eh. I probably shouldn't have waited till the end of the episode to start talking about this, but anyway. Oh, you're. I'm you're, gonna. I'm gonna get through this. <laughs> well, ballast isn't. Ballast didn't come from the carpenter portion. Lashing goes what my role is. But yeah. Your role well, is not, that, not a my, tribute to Ballast. Yeah. My pirate name is not attributed to my, the job that I do or the what I portray in the 18th century. That was based on a particular moment in time. It doesn't really relate to that. My particular uh, job or what you would call skill. They, they, they looked for people like me that had skills. So when, say, pirates took ship, you know, they might, they might not give a shit about most of the crew. They were looking for, sometimes they were looking for people that had navigation skills, and sometimes they were looking for carpenters. I'm a carpenter. So I was, I would have been somebody that they were in need of. Because it's always good to have a carpenter on a, on a pirate ship. You get into these battles and ship gets damaged. A lot of things need repair. Uh, a ship is made of wood. <laughs> so being a carpenter is a highly sought after skill. They, they actually would in some cases become part of the upper echelon of the crew they would they might in some cases give pirates or uh carpenters higher ranking positions in the crew yeah they they were they were treated better they got they may have got more of the portion of the booty when when things were taken yes. it depends on how how sought after and how much they were needed on the ship and the, and of course the the captain that they had. Talk. So what? They're asking about Sir Francis Drake. I'm trying not to be so distracting. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you whispering to the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> Sunny boy. I'm sorry. Sunny boy says that he had he learned about Sir Francis Drake today. Oh, cool. And Sir Francis yeah. Drake is freaking awesome he's to not learn about. Golden Age piracy, but he's no, an but original. he he that is guy. an original pirate. He yeah. is an original where. Queen Elizabeth was like, you're my pirate, but I'm not going to tell everybody you're my pirate, go do what yeah. I want, and I'm not going to confirm, nor deny. He was, he was one of the first privateers that ended up became, becoming considered a pirate. Okay, he says, I love Francis Drake today. Did ships sometimes have blacksmiths? Yes. Yes. Wade said, of course he did. Yes, they had blacksmiths. That was uh, um, that was one of the ones like they, carpenter. So it was really what's important. What's cool about blacksmiths for a ship Nickers. is, of course, Knockers. you have to have a what do they call it? The forge. Yes, they had to have a forge. So this is something they would break out and maybe just throw up on the deck and get a forge going up on the deck. Kitchen, kitchen was another spot they did it in. Yeah. Um, I guarantee it wasn't times, the poop deck. And I can tell you, from being aboard two different uh, tall ships, I know the Susan Constant actually had... So, on the Susan Constant, they actually had a brick oven where uh -huh. the... I second as the, the kitchen as well. Yeah, as well. The, ki the kitchen actually had a brick oven in it. So, there was a portion in the middle of the ship where... They bricked off a room, basically, and turned it into an oven, kind of like you see with like the brick ovens you see on in like backyards and stuff nowadays. They would build that into the center of the ship, so it had a chimney that went off up onto the deck, and the smoke 
would actually come up through the chimney and go off at deck level. So that would be where they would cook the majority of the food. Um, they actually, obviously, they were going to do it for the entire crew, so they had big cast iron pots and stuff like that in certain situations if they needed the blacksmith needed somewhere to make a good fire or forge something they could turn it into a forge or they could cordon off part of the deck and actually build a forge on the deck of the ship take a breather real quick i appreciate how Snowcone is the only one trying to keep the conversation into what we are talking about because everybody, well, JP Jr. is actually in there too. Everybody else. Knickers, knockers, cheese meat, mama, headlights, high beams, hooters, jugs, whoppers, speed bags, jelly beans. Yeah, you guys have been hanging around smoke too long. That's why I say JP Jr. and Snow Cone <laughs> are the only two who are kind of staying with the conversation right now. Come Sunny Boy, you yeah, you are a drunk part, Sunny Boy. Yeah. <laughs> you are, well, sir. I'm drunk and I'm actually talking like <laughs> I'm actually still trying to educate and being drunk at the same time. So So in in my case, I might have He's drunk and speaking full sentences, which doesn't well with him or smoke. Well, he is speak. He is drunk and speaking full sentences. Mostly full sentences. Smoke, I don't think is, but continue. Anyway, yes, ballast is. I'm going continue to continue on. I'm going to continue. Yes, continue, love. So, um, you might gangs of the crew together. So if you're gonna, if you're in a blacksmith's case, if they needed something that was gonna uh, help the ship in any way. He might get a gang of guys helping him with the fire, bang out the the metal. In a carpenter's case, if they had just had a battle and they needed repairs done to the ship, like mass repair or the deck repair or anything like that, the carpenter's going to go around and get, you know, parts of the crew together and have them help him out. Because he's just one guy. Oh my god, your nose is cold. He need, he's going to need a gang of guys to help him repair the deck or, you know, make a new mast. They may actually have to go to sh go ashore and cut down trees, things like that. Uh, you know, this might take place when they're careening, which we've talked about before. Careening is when... Extremely dangerous. You, uh, might, you might lose a leg or an eye or a boob or a nut. <laughs> you could lose pot. All of the above. Parts. Um... But we've talked about craning before. Craning is when uh, you bring the ship ashore and the tide goes out and they actually uh, lay the ship on its side. Um, what the fuck are it's you doing? It's mostly to take care of the hull, but it can also be to repair mass, party out to go chop down some trees to make uh, new new parts for the mast or yes they did put down boards they kept the deck. they kept barrels of pitch on board <coughs> yep. they did yeah so when they careened they would scrape all the barnacles take the pitch uh put it on the outside of the ship to seal it up well and it's in a barrel snow cone that's how they wouldn't get it everywhere it's kind of yeah. contained in a barrel yeah. Kind of like rum and beer. Yeah, it it, it would be like that, and they they break bring it down, and when they cream the ship, oh, the ship would like actually be laying on its side. They tie it down. So yeah, it's closed at, at low tide. Um, so it's actually sitting on the sand, laying on its side, and with the hull exposed, they scrape the barnacles off. You know. Put the pitch back on there. Again, Black Sails actually portrays it very well. How they did it, they yeah, did it right. They did that in Black Sails also. Which and why, if you didn't do it right, how it could be dangerous. It could be. And yeah, could why be very dangerous? Appropriate knots, lashing, <laughs> is and I've been learning all the different knots, which thing, is yeah. why that my stays are staying in place because I made the cording that are tying these bitches up in place. So, <laughs> so e each job, each thing you did aboard a ship was important. 
you know, yes, whether you were a carpenter, whether you were a blacksmith, whether you were the cook, you know, these were all Think important. Of, um, sorry. Uh, JP Jr. says, unheated pitch is thick. Heated to apply to make it thinner. Mm. And the best way to explain that is, like, fat. Fat yeah. is very, it's dense and thick, and then once you warm it up, it gets thinner, it's pliable. Yeah, they, Obviously, it's a little bit more liquid, but the idea is the same. Well, they would, if they were careened, they would bring it down on the beach and probably pour it into a cast iron pot to heat it up and thin it out. I didn't do a YouTube so video So that it would be easier to apply. because you could build a campfire on the beach. There were ways to do things. And, you know, they, and honestly, these guys were pretty innovative in the things that they came up with. They had, you know, the carpenter had very specific tools that they worked with. And know. still had limited access to tools and had to be, yeah, had like to said, be, innovation was huge. They it's, had to be very innovative, you know. Upcycle, have, a whole new word to upcycle. <laughs> on board a ship, you know, you might have four or five main tools that you worked with. You know, if you were in a shop on shore, you had access to a lot more things. Carpenter on a ship, you might pulling knife, a saw, some chisels, a hammer, and something to measure with and a right angle. That's probably all you had. And you had to figure it out. Do your measurements and do all that either underway. Yeah, there was no calculator or, back then. Uh, uh, while you were careened. So no you know, pallet patch jobs. It's not like you could just get on Amazon and freaking have that shit, shit sent to you. No, the you know, gold. You they either actually, brought it with her or you didn't fucking have it. No, well, they were talking about even the Golden Hind. So uh, talking about Drake with the Golden Hind. Actually, that story alone is. So after you listen to about Drake and you hear about how his ship was renamed the Golden Hind. It'd be very interesting to hear your opinion on it because the story and everything and the research I had done is just bizarre. We'll just call it bizarre from what it was originally called to them rename it the Golden Hind. Anyway, so the Golden Hind currently is in England as a replica ship for people to come on and visit. I don't know. I do not believe it is the original ship. I don't no, definitely don't think it's a reproduction, but it's a reproduction from decades ago. And it was it's been around for a while. But yeah. it's a reproduction of how they did the techniques. So they still need to go in and do the repairs and everything like they used to. So they were showing us and how uh, um, um, it was actually you didn't watch this with me. This is when I'm sitting in the airport. And they were talking about how they had to cut the wood down and put the holes in because everything was pegged nails pretty much and everything is pressure fitted and you got to think about when wood is in water it swells and when it's out of water it dries so you have it out of the water you cut everything right you make it tight you put it in and when that bitch gets in water it swells and it's watertight and that was kind of the idea. So it's very interesting to think about that. There's not a lot of sealants when you go with science and how wood works and the, the nature with water and not water, humidity and dry air. So I thought that was really fascinating. Pit, it was pitch that they and used. I, I don't know what the other one, thing that they used. Well, they have. can't think of the tool. I should know this. There's a specific tool that they use, like when they're reworking the decks, um, and they use hemp uh, to seal up in between the boards on the deck. And there's a specific tool that it, that they use to uh, punch it down in between the boards, and I can't think of the name of it right now. Really? I should know it. Smoke says, I walked back in, and all I heard was tight and swells. Clark says that's pretty cool. No, Sunny Boy, way over common sense knowledge should build ships and snow cone. Yeah. It's like way. It was pretty amazing, man. Shipwrights back then. It, it's amazing to think that they didn't use uh, screws and screws and and you know flex yeah, seal. <laughs> yeah, they had they had nails and stuff, but you know not in the sense that we use them today. 
you know, a lot of it was put together with dowels and, you know. Fuck seal. What? I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> that's you, you laugh, that's what we. It, no, that's what it's we. It's probably would, not that far off. It's probably what seal. we would do today. Is fuck seal. But it's pretty amazing that they could put a wood ship together that way and it be as watertight as they were. Granted, they weren't perfect, Ooh, but nah. the woodworking that they did was pretty amazing. And then Clark says, y'all planning on doing a small scale build of a ship or boat? Uh, no smoke. He is not genius. Because the best, and Marwood would agree with this, the uh, the happiest day of a boat owner's life is buying and selling. So guess what yeah. I'm not doing either of? No. Buying or selling because I own um, a fucking house. It's funny you guys bring <laughs> that up because I've actually wanted to. And his father owns the marina. I bought, wanted to take the cannon that I built and actually make a, a deck and like part of the side of the ship. To demonstrate how a cannon is fired and have the portal and all that. I've seen it done before. Um, the unfortunate thing is that we don't have any way to transport this to... Not to, we, not to we buy a trailer. Yeah. So, once we get a and trailer... This man wants probably... to buy a freaking barrel table before we buy a trailer. <laughs> Look. Oh. Why you gotta call? You... Yeah. 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 She's going to call me out. I'm calling him out. Anyway. Because I love him. <laughs> once we get this trailer, I'm probably going to build, like, a small deck and, like, the side of a ship with a portal. And so we can demonstrate how a cannon um, is actually fired on a ship. So when I do that, I want to try and do it um, historically accurate and make it built the way it would have been built. Smoke! This fall, the first annual pirate boat wars. We need a pond. You have to build a small cardboard pirate boat. Take to the pond and see if you can capture someone else's. It is so happening now. Oh my god, we already got to deal with a fucking boat at Newburn in August. Now we got to deal with a ship. Hey, or they could come to Smith Mountain Lake. Or Newburn. Or Newburn. Come to any yeah. of the uh, events that you know so, we kind of do. When we go to Smith Mountain Lake in July. Gotta have midget actors do the recreation of the ship more smoke. There's... If we're gonna go that route, fine. We'll do it here in Smoke's Pool. That's not quite <laughs> big enough. Well, if we're talking about midgets and all that, we'll do it in Smoke's Pool. We'll call it done. All right, done. There's your pond. Smoke's Pool. Greasy ass Two green Two big events fucker. that we do during the year that this could be done at Smith Mountain Lake. <laughs> we're right on the lake. Y'all can... Anybody that wants to come and build a, a, a boat and... Stoko is like, Christ almighty. <laughs> She's pulling out her fucking hair. Newburn, North Carolina. Oh, go my God. We're there for the raft races. If you all want to build a raft or build a boat that you think can... It won't. Take somebody it down. It won't. Bring it. It won't smoke. If it's off your property, it's not going to cover. I can tell you that what right now. I need a pond. Search tomorrow. What if my current business assurance will cover this? I said no. Snowcone says, no, it won't. <laughs> so, uh, we're on the last two minutes. Um, and we're buffering and we're all giving, of a sudden. We're giving uh, smoke too many, too many ideas. fucking ideas. Because yeah. we're going to be busy enough. So, I guess. anyway. Ooh, wow, that's really warm. Hopefully within the next couple of years, I'm going to be building something like that. We are cool. so having a pirate cardboard boat war. Tell me, like guys, come to the is yes. Can we push the boundaries? Oh, fucking hey, man. You know what? We are gonna go be pirates at Smith Mountain Lake and go be pirates on the water. And there's your cardboard cutout smoke. Yeah. So take your ass to right. Roanoke, Virginia. We go We go to Smith Pond Lake. Our My pond is in Tennessee. Uh, one of our crewmates' ponds in Tennessee, too, City Boy. I'm pretty sure it's right there with him, with you. So manual you powered, go. no motors. So, yes, yes, you say manual powered, no motors, but we're pirates. What do you think is going to happen? Look, Motor! Hey, you got ideas? Build something. Bring it. We'll be at Smith Mountain Lake. It's turning into a fiend pinewood, pinewood pirate derby. <laughs> it's 
Sonny Boy says cheat. Pirate? Yeah. Who plays by the rules? Come on now. We're not big spenders. Uh-uh. So, anyway. Two boats oh, he's, all, he's going on a rule show. Anyway, um, can I see this real quick? Yeah. I don't want to hit my head, but I would like to step up because no one, everybody has seen the... Ah! So... You may not. She's a girl. Oh, yeah, no, everybody sees me. We just took a hot second. There we go. <laughs> Here. Look at you. You want to hold that? Yeah, sure. So, I figured I'd get my ass up here so you guys can see the whole outfit because you can't see me down there. So, hi. <laughs> I am wearing a full uh, 18th century. May not be totally historic accurate, and that's really warm standing right here. So, hi. <laughs> Just say hi. Look at you. Just say hi. Hi. Um, yes. Hi, and as everybody joking up, uh, joking about me getting out of this, I will be Let's very... Let's see what everybody's saying. What is everybody saying? Can you read it? No. <sighs> Post a full-length photo in the ladies of smoking bacon. Nice hips. Uh, hold on. Let's do the time warp again. <laughs> nothing. Clark Jason says yay. Uh, Marwood said, "Wow, that's a dress." It is. I'm not Sorry, just thinking nice it. Uh, smoking bacon says, "Post a full-length photo and lazy of smoking bacon." You're just now repeating yourself. Or do, no, do I need it like hit you so you're not on a repeat? Uh, Smoke Bank says, weed or butters, hum, I like it. Smoke. Profile <laughs> <laughs> for cannonballs. Um, it is 9.30. On that note. <laughs> on that note. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Booty in my face. <laughs> so, everybody, we'll see you next week. Uh, it'll be a little bit of a different flavor. Marwa said, Jay, smack that booty. Yeah. See how well you slept. See how well you slept that beauty. Beauty? I, smell, beauty. I got some of it. Anyway, so we, right. we will. Yeah, Clark, have a great night. We will see you guys next week. It'll be a little bit different flavor, but. Thank you for hanging out. We Thank will... you for staying the whole hour and. Hashtag. Putting up with my bullshit. And... He just totally over talked all that. You want to try that again? What? Hashtag. Drink more rum. We were... <sighs> Apparently, he, I need a... Hashtag. 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 Drink, drink more, more rum. Before I kick his ass, you guys have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Mm -hmm.